Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's a CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app, use the promo code CHGO <laughs> when you sign up. The Cubs lose another one in the nation's capital. Luke Stuckmeyer, Ryan Herrera, Corey Friedman, and an unhappy Cody Del Mendo with you. The chat, I assume, is here and will also be slightly perturbed tonight might be the word. Yeah, Irritated. Gary Ross is free anyone. So, uh, let's get to the key moment of the game, right? The, the ninth inning comes up. First and second. Nobody out. Hosmer's up. What do you expect to happen, and what do you think of what happened? Well, so, I'm going to try to get in here before Cody goes off, because <laughs> I can feel the steam coming out of his it's ears. It's brewing right um, now. It's percolating. Like, listen, man. We've just seen him routinely. It, it, it sloppy lately, right? Getting thrown out on the bases, making mistakes on the bases, uh, gaffes in the field, and we know he hasn't been good at the plate. But, like, the thing that really frustrates me in this moment is if somebody is playing first base or DH for your baseball team, why in the world do you have them laying down a bunt in the ninth inning after the first two guys just ripped Hard hit singles. Laying down a bunt, then he shouldn't be the first baseman of the DH. In this league, that's just... Anthony Rizzo's coming up in that situation and laying down a, a bunt? Come on. And then we get on to, and why I brought up the other gaffes, it's an awful bunt. A terrible bunt. When, when we were sitting there play. watching yeah. the game, I said, anything but a double play, Eric. And he didn't even hit the ball on the ground. And he still almost hit into a double play. It's like almost impossible. But if, if you have a guy who will probably DH tomorrow, right, that you don't feel comfortable letting swing the bat with two on and no outs against a pitcher that you are seeing well, right, why in the world is he in that position? Why is he on the team? You don't believe in him to hit. What is he here for then? He also was 0 for 2 and had ground into a double play in the game, so it's not like he'd had a great game at the plate. I also question what uh, Jack was saying, I believe, in the chat, and he said Velasquez was on the bench. She used him to pinch run. Why not use him to pinch hit? Yeah. Or Rios, I, let Rios swing away. But, like, if you if you don't believe in, in – if you're worried that Hosmer's going to ground into a double play, why, do you, why are you letting him bat? I do. That, that wasn't even the best move. We're going to talk about Mervis yeah. and Morell. I'm assuming that's what the chat's going to be wild about. That's not even a good decision with the current mm -hmm. roster. This one isn't even about Mervis and Morell. Of course you would have rather Matt Mervis in that spot. He hits a three-run dinger, right? In my head, he hits a three-run dinger. <laughs> but that's not even a good choice with the yeah. current roster. Your, your first baseman in DH is bunting, and that's the bunt he lays out? Yeah. It's well past time that he's not on this team. I, I don't do, know what else you want to see. I do want to, like, w not wait. I, I, I do want to, like, someone to tweet, someone that's in Washington to tweet out, like, it, like if it make sure that it was David Ross's decision, right? Like, I, I want that to happen before we get too far into it. Um, that's but I think we can, uh, based on what ha what's happened in the past, right, like that Patrick Wisdom bunt, what, like a month ago? Yeah. Wherever, I don't even remember where they were. Um, but that Patrick Wisdom bunt, and that was David Ross's call, I think, assuming it's David Ross's call, like I, you know, usually I, I try to look at things from David Ross's perspective, like not to be reactionary because it didn't work out, but just like the, the thought process behind sure. why he makes That's some decisions. Fair. Uh, First guess instead of second yeah, guess. Yeah, right. But this, if it, if it was indeed David Ross's decision to lay a bunt down, it's I, I feel the same way that we did when Patrick Wisdom laid that bunt down. Like, I don't agree with it. Well, and also, maybe maybe if it's because like you said if it, they they wanted to make sure Hosmer got you know didn't ground into a double play or whatever which David Ross would never say that out loud right but that's a potential thought process behind it that's a different indictment on the guy you have hitting versus yeah I mean it's else. like if 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 it was Hosmer's decision that's that's even worse yeah. like that that's just a bad decision like what do you have him up there allowed to make such a decision yeah I, it's. Again, assuming that it's David Ross's call to do to do that in that situation, um, I don't. I can't really defend it. I don't agree with it. Uh, Shane Shane says Rossi called the bun. He was on the Marquee post game show. Was so he on? I'm I'm guessing that that's what Shane's referring to. Yeah, Johnny yeah, if confirming. That, if that's if that's what, yeah, for sure. And then, like I'm saying, like I think we can operate under the, under the assumption, regardless, that that was his call. 
um, that I don't agree with. There's Co- <laughs> there's Cody's just <laughs> full full Cody face. No, I don't agree with the the bunt call. Just like I didn't agree with the wisdom bunt call. And um, you know, that's one of those where I I just can't. I, first guessing it, I can't. I don't agree with the call. Not not just because it didn't work out. I just I don't agree with the bunt there. It's, right. I don't it's, think we it's, did. It's too conservative. And again, like if it's Tucker Barnhart, right? And you you maybe you don't want Miguel Amaya in there for whatever reason. Okay, it's a different conversation. You can play it conservatively, but like this is a guy who's playing first and DHing for you. Like if he you can't ask him to swing away, he shouldn't have a bat in this game and in this situation. The floor belongs to the man from Eastern Illinois, Harvard <laughs> of the Midwest. Uh. Listen, man, that ninth inning was – that was horrific. It was just absolutely horrific, bro. Like, you get you get two back-to-back knocks. This team is, you know, struggling to get guys, get guys on base in this one almost. You're, you got – you get two guys on. Two guys on. And the audacity to, to, to try to bunt with your TH <laughs> – like, I, 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 I've been a David Ross defender, bro. I really have. I've defended him more often than not, not only because he was on the team that won the World Series. Uh, people forget that. But because he has never really been given a full chance to show that he can be, you know, a good manager. I mean, okay, 2020, 60 games. They win division. Great, fine. Uh, people, honestly, people forget that they won the division that year because no one cared because it was the pandemic year. All right, then 2021, uh, they were good for the month of May and fell apart, uh, and they made the trade. They had the trade deadline, and then they were really, really bad the rest of the year. And then last year, the, the team didn't have expectations. Vegas had them winning 70, like 75, 74, 75 games. So we sat here, and with how bad things were, the first half of the year, we were like, ate ice cream. It, we ate a lot of ice cream. <laughs> ice cream socials. We, we we sat here and tried to give them the benefit of the doubt because. Um, the roster wasn't good. Uh, and then they still managed to go 39-31 second half, and we gave David Ross some, 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 some kudos. We, we gave him some credit because he took a roster that wasn't that good, and they somehow fucked around and won 73 or 74 games, whatever. Now the roster is better. The roster is significantly better than last year. And we are still finding ways to lose games, bro, in like the dumbest of fashions with an improved roster. We're still finding ways to lose games in the dumbest of ways. I mean, I honestly don't hate the bunt call, but why are you letting Eric Hosmer do it? If anything, let Madrigal do it. He knows how to handle the bat. I, 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 don't, I don't understand why they left Hosmer in the game in that situation. All that said... I'm more mad because, again, one for eight with runners in scoring position tonight. Coming into the game, eight for 51. I believe that's what the marquee graphic said. So you're one and five on the road trip. You can't hit with runners in scoring position, at least on this road trip. You've been one of the best teams in baseball coming into this road trip at doing so, and you just haven't done it. Is this just a bad road trip? I sure as hell hope so, man, because this team, they've shown that they can win ball games. They've shown that they can you know, pitch with the best of them. Marcus Stroman, he gave up, what, one earned run tonight? Yo, <laughs> I, the starting pitching has been as good as you could have asked for, bro. It's been as good as you could have asked for. And another wasted start because you can't, you know, first, first inning. Okay, they got one run in the first inning. I thought it was a good start, but they could have had more. Bellinger strikes out less than two outs. And Belger's been great. I shouldn't sit here and, and even like complain about him. He's been great. Three strikeouts tonight. Not a great game for him. It's because Corey picked him for who you got. That's true. Perhaps that's that. Corey's fault. Blame for who you got. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like it's these li- it's these little things, and that's why they were so good in April. They were able to do the little things, bro. Got a guy on third base, less than two outs. Got a guy on second base, less than two outs. If he's the least they would do is move the guy to third. Now, now you're now you're not doing it, and it's pissing me off. It's pissing me off because good teams find a way to do the little things right. I'm sorry, I'm clapping. I'm just so angry with how the game ended and how we continue to do these things that we weren't doing in April. 
I know it's May 3rd. I'm not giving up on this team. I'm going to wake up tomorrow and get up for this team again. And I goddamn know that they're going to put Eric Hosmer back in the lineup. <laughs> and I'm going to find a way to talk myself into thinking they're going to win the game. Because Patrick freaking Corbin's pitching for the Nationals <laughs> tomorrow. The worst pitcher in baseball. Sorry, Patrick. It can get worse, um, I think, is what you're saying. Anyway. I so The point... The, can I finish? Yes, of course. All it is at this point, though, is that you have to find a way to score runs when you have the opportunity. And the Cubs just haven't done that on this road trip. And it is infuriating, especially tonight and especially yesterday, because they're playing the Washington Nationals. And I understand that actually the Washington Nationals... The record is not good. They're, what, now 12-17. and 17. They did almost sweep the Mets last week. I don't care. The Cubs roster is significantly better than theirs, and they have to win these types of games. They just, they just do. I'm sorry. It's just the fact that matter. Okay, now I'm done. I just was going to add. Like, 515, I, think, like, I had the, I had the uh, 515, over. 5-15, I would have taken the over. 515, um, shorter than I thought. I think, like, part of the thing, too, is, like, it, it's been a frustrating road trip, obviously, and I think the reason that we hone in so much on the Hosmer situation or when Mancini was struggling in particular or, you know, Madrigal at times, right? Like, the reason we hone in on that is there's only a certain number of areas for this team to make changes, mm-hmm. right? Nico, Hap, Cody Bellinger, they, they've been quite good for the, the majority of the season, there's going to be nights where they don't come through, where, where they don't get all the hits, where Cody Bellinger doesn't look like he returned to M- MVP form, even though his overall numbers are really good. That's where you need the, the bottom of the lineup and the depth to come through and pick them up. There's only a certain number of positions that this team can make changes and be aggressive and identify, hey, we need to help these guys. And they're, they're not doing that. So that's where the frustration comes in. Like, Hosmer isn't the only one that didn't get hits tonight, but he was awful tonight. And he is one of the only guys in this lineup tonight that doesn't have to be there, right? Every, everybody else, say is going to be there. Cody's going to be there. Hap's going to be there, right? There's only a certain number of spots where you have guys performing in the minors and you have the ability to get rid of the contract or not make the commitment to the player. So that's why it's going to turn into this guy sucks and we are going to talk about it. Like, because that is where this team can improve. And right now they are just choosing not to. Well, we talked a lot in the off season about when they signed Hosmer, if it doesn't work out and Mervis is playing well, when will it happen? Mm -hmm. When will that move happen? Because they're not paying him anything. So now you've lost five out of six to the Marlins and Nationals. That sort of ruins winning series against the Padres, Rangers, Mariners, the good teams that you were beating early, you know, earlier in April. This road trip is now even that out. So you're right at 15 and 15. 30 games into the season, you're right at 500, which might be what this team is. But the problem is we're trying to see if this team can get to the postseason. And so when... By the way, Stephen W. agrees with me. Thank you. As does Rhonda. Start agreeing with me more. When, when are you going to, if you're the Cubs, when are you going to break promises? What, what will push you to break the promise that you made to Hosmer when you told him, we're going to give you at-bats? We're going to sign you. We're going to give you at-bats. We're going to give you a chance. I don't know if they gave him a time frame on that. They did give him at-bats. But as one month, giving him enough at-bats to feel like you kept your promise to a veteran who might carry some weight around baseball. His word might carry some weight. I don't think he's going anywhere else after this. But when do you break that promise to a veteran player? Two weeks so, ago. Okay, so you would well, <laughs> like, you would have broken it two weeks ago. I don't think Corey I mean, would have ever made that promise to begin I, with. I, I wouldn't have made the promise to begin with. The Padres are a competitive team trying to win the World Series, and they're paying him to play for the Cubs. Yeah. I think it's the same thing with Hayward. Like, we all know exactly why you make that decision. But, like, it, it's it's been a month. It, it's not working. And, and they're talking about it in our YouTube chat here live. Like, this is not, like, a new thing. Hosmer is on a long stretch here where he's been a below-league average hitter. He, again, like, he's not doing fundamental things. He's messing up on the bases. He's messing up in the field. That was a horrible bunt. I mean, an atrocious bunt with a third baseman playing in just way too hard of a a bunt. I mean, I'm not not sure what the thinking was. 
it, it's it's just one of those things where look if you made a promise to the guy and it's like in writing or something like that like I don't know what to say about that. My concern, right, like as a fan and like watching this team. Season ticket holder. I I do not care what they promised a guy they're paying nothing who stinks, right? Like they gave him an opportunity. I don't care what Jed said to him. That's what Joe's saying in the chat. And if Eric Hosmer goes and tells other who cares, right? God forbid the Cubs aren't able to sign over-the-hill free free agents that other teams don't want. They have a wonderful reputation, right? David Robertson. All these relievers have said wonderful things about the Even Cubs. The guys that got traded and said or, Anthony Rizzo still recruiting for the Cubs, Kyle right? Schwarber. Like I telling James specifically, Tyone. Michael Givens talked to Kyle Schwarber. Absolutely. So, like, I'm not worried about their reputation. Sure. This team needs ceiling. They need guys to hit that high ceiling. Hosmer does not have that potential. I'm not going to sit here and tell you. I guarantee you, Matt Mervis is going to look like he does in the minors or that Christopher Morell is going to come up and put up a 1,200 OPS like he has in AAA, right? But it's possible. They have the potential ceiling that this team sitting at 500 desperately, mm-hmm. desperately needs. I promise you, Eric Hosmer will not do it. Uh, All right. Before, well, first, I want first, the over-under. I just want to know the first, over-under. I want to let Barbara okay. know we are live. Oh, Barb, we are <laughs> definitely live. <laughs> yes, Barb. Sorry, Barb. We are live. Yes. And I did see that Ravi agrees with me, by the way, okay. as well. Uh, so if I said an over-under, Eric Hosmer removed from this team, and I said June 1st would be the date, <laughs> you think you're going over-under? If you had to wager your own money, Eric Hosmer Oof. on this team June 1st? For my sanity, man. I mean, oh, well, man. I, I I'll think, take I'll take the over. I think he's I here past June. I, I think he I, will be too. But and the only I, I that doesn't mean that I don't think Mervis won't be here. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the next over under. I, I think, I think that point. his veter, like I think his veteran presence in the locker room is 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 fine. That doesn't mean I think he should be playing every day though. Yeah. Well, I, the, the way I look at it is there's. Like the, the the when is Mervis coming up? What you're gonna say versus when is Hosmer? gone if that happens I think those are not particularly connected just because moves can be made where they can both be on the team like regardless if people don't like that like the Cubs can figure out a way where Matt Mervis comes up and Eric Cosmer can still be on the team and and they figure out the playing time from there um I mean I would say over I, I you would say over my I, gut tells over. me over I don't know when they cut another they, month because again I I don't think Eric Cosmer should be blocking Matt Mervis. I also don't think he – I don't want to say he is is or isn't because that changes every day. Um, I'm saying his him being on the team can still happen while Matt Mervis can also come up. So I don't think they have to cut Eric Hosmer My, just to bring up Matt so Mervis. So I, I think that's fine, right? Like, they don't use Rios, like, at all. So I, I'm not I, – I don't – you can make that switch, and I think that's fine, right? I think Rios still has options. Like, you could still – yeah, Keep that going if you wanted to. Year, I want to say. I, this was my concern all along. I texted Brendan a long time ago in spring training, and I was like, because everybody was like, oh, you hate Nick Madrigal, blah, 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 right? I don't. <laughs> but I texted him, and I was like, it's not going to be Madrigal that drives me nuts. I, I, I'm betting you right now it's going to be Hosmer that they let play too long, and it's going to drive me nuts. I knew it, and I'm fine with that. You want to swap Mervis for Rios? I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't trust David Ross in that situation. I think Jed needs to baby-proof this roster a little bit. I think Ross, I don't trust him not to defer to the veteran more than he should. It's a nice idea that Hosmer would still be on the team, clubhouse presence, and never play, right? I I wouldn't. I wouldn't tell you yeah. that I believe wholeheartedly that's what would happen. So, and that's what I brought up earlier before the show, that, like, pretty much exactly what you said that what he's shown just because like you 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 know demote Eric Cosmer to a Rios role you bring up Mervis movements of the role Hosmer has right now that doesn't mean that Hosmer is going to be playing getting 25 plate appearances in a month like Rios got like he may be playing more than people want because he's Eric Hosmer, not Edwin Rios, you know, like that. Rios doesn't play. Nelson Velasquez never plays. And that's what like, I'm saying is like Hosmer. Why do we believe that? You know? Okay, so yeah, Tori and Cody, what are you more upset about tonight? Hosmer bunting or the decision David Ross apparently has made? Are you more upset at David Ross or are you more upset at Hosmer? 
David Ross. Because I, I don't hate. I can't. Eric I can't Hosmer. decide where your where your anger is no, it's, totally it's, directed, it's, or is it just evenly at it's, both? It's Ross and Hoyer, right? Mm-hmm. He shouldn't be on the team, and he shouldn't be playing, and he shouldn't be doing I, that in certain situations. I'm that not, has nothing to do with Eric Hosmer. He's doing what he's asked to do. He's like, I'm not going to bag on a player for just trying to do what he's trying, what they want him to do. I'm <laughs> not going to bag on him for that. My thing is, like, I agree with Corey. Rock. Like, David Ross, is, he's given a lot of leash to a lot of these veterans. We talked about it with Jason Hayward last year. We talked about it with Jonathan VR. We, like, it's, it's, it, it is a developed trend that I think even in the years where the games didn't necessarily matter because we knew the team wasn't going to be good, that we saw, and it's just like, play some kids, man. Like, last year I was clamoring for some Nelson Velasquez with this shitty team. And then they finally call him up, and what do they do? They don't even play the guy. And it's just, it, why? Because they're playing freaking Jason Hayward in center or something. Like, it's, it's, it's little things like that where that have been annoying to me. And this year I thought that was going to end because you have a talented roster. They didn't go... 14 and 13 in the month of April with the schedule they, that they have because of some some dumb luck. Yeah. I mean, and and this is why I said a few weeks ago, I in related to, you know, the Hosmer Mervis stuff was that when the top of this lineup finally at least comes down to earth a little bit and the bottom of the lineup ain't doing anything, then it. we're all yeah. going to be talking about Mervis time, Mervis yeah. time, and here we are talking about Mervis time, Mervis time. And Again, I'm not asking for Matt Mervis to come and be a savior. I'm not asking like we talked about this last night. I'm not. I'm not asking, for that. but I will. I, I think we can all at least say that we'd rather see Mervis get those at bats because we got to see if he actually is good or not. We'd rather see Mervis yeah. fail in that situation. Yes, than Eric. Well, I would yeah. rather see like Mervis fail in that situation. Either. Yeah. You're, you're, so the guy's 25. Yeah, so yeah. I think, I think we're and this is like you know me and Luke are the rational ones. You guys are the crazy ones, which I'm is fine. Rational. Oh, I think but, they're but rational. You can be a little more rational. Crazy. You can be a little more crazy. Or me, me irrational. But, but, okay, so bad joke. <laughs> whatever. So me and Luke, you know, when when to what two two and a half, whatever, whenever it was, and people were, were already still like clamoring for Matt Mervis, and me and Luke were kind of the 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 idea that right now it's working. Like they're winning games, yeah. they're beating the Dodgers on the road. Like it's not working anymore. Like, the, like don't don't fix what's not broken. Don't rock the boat. All that stuff. And at the time. I think you guys could agree, like, even though you guys wanted Mervis up, like, as long as they were winning, yeah. as long as, even if Hosmer was struggling, as long as the guys at the top of the order were hitting well and, and, and making up for it, then things, you know, whatever they won, right? Wins at yeah. the end of the day ultimately matter. So if they were still winning, then you could deal with Eric Hosmer not hitting well, or whoever it is, not even just Hosmer, like, whoever's not hitting well because the rest of the lineup is, right? Now you're at the point where, you know, Nico's, Cooled off a little bit. I mean, Bellinger didn't cool off. He had a bad game at the plate. I saw someone say in the chat that Bellinger was slumping, and I'm like, I don't know what what you're talking about. Um, but like Mancini's picked it up. But like Dansby's cooled off a little bit. Hap, I think, is still kind of his consistent. Hap had a good night. Say is still honestly stay is still getting uh, into that in season mode because he didn't have a spring training. Like the lineup as a whole is not performing like they did couple weeks ago and and that's very clear on this road trip that, that that's not happening uh, luke do you have the average number of runs that were scored do you remember what it was three three so three yeah, they've scored on, a 18 runs on this road trip and that's with one more game to go so right now the offense is not performing anymore what they did two weeks ago and, and maybe even a little bit uh further back than that now is when you start to think like okay things aren't working to take, you know, Theo Epstein's quote, the offense is broken right now. They're not they're not scoring the runs when they need to. They're not getting the big hits when they need to. Is it time to start injecting some youth in there? Some some more yeah. some different looks, some different players at the plate. If the offense isn't going to work how you construct it now and, and it, do you believe that it's going to fix itself? I don't know because there's some I, players that you, you don't necessarily trust out there so is it time to start bringing up those guys that yeah what's might I, actually help I the think offense that a little they're, bit you know like the the top of the order has been on the whole quite good for the majority of the year and i think we knew like yeah it's not a juggernaut of a group right they're gonna need right like right now they're gonna need to be lifted by the bottom of the lineup the depth at times right it's mm-hmm. it's not you know one through five one through six however you want to categorize it like it's not the the b- absolute best group in the league just smashing homers and you know a bunch of mvp candidates it's good they have been good that top of the order but yeah. they need they're not good enough that they can just have a black hole 
on the bench and in the back of the lineup. And mm -hmm. there, there's a couple comments that I see in the YouTube chat that I, I, I think are very true. One, they look like they need a spark, right? They, they look nervous. like they need a spark. And I, I think you have two very willing and, and ready candidates that could possibly, right? No guarantees, but possibly provide that. The other uh, was, I, I think from Matthew in the chat, like you need at some point to start learning about these guys, right? Like I've, I've seen this argument like floated that like Jed or the organization, they, they don't want to like push all in right now. And that's why they're being slow and letting Hosmer take his time. First of all, there's a lot of reasons why I don't think that holds water. You signed some guys to short-term contracts. You don't have everybody for like eight years. So mm -hmm. I, I don't really think they're like, I don't think that argument holds water in the first place. But even if you were looking toward the future, right, you push all your chips in in the off season and when are you going to learn if Matt Mervis is is able to play at the MLB level? When are you going to learn if the changes that Christopher Morrell has made to his swing and the results he's putting up in Iowa? When are you going to learn if that translates to mm -hmm. Major League Baseball? I don't. I, I think even putting that argument aside, those guys coming up and getting experience now is absolutely crucial, potentially to 2023, but also to 2024 and beyond. If you go and sign, if you make a crazy trade for Shohei Otani, right? Like and, and you're talking and, and you're going to DH him right, but <laughs> but you make a bunch of moves and we're at the point where we were pre 2016 where we're looking at this team as they better win the World Series because mm -hmm. that's the type of roster they've put out. You you're going to start a, a Matt Mervis at first base who's never played at the MLB level because you're letting Eric Hosmer play every night. No, you He's need to easier, see what he can do. Yeah. He's the easier call up. Ryan was saying it yesterday, right? Like while everybody likes Christopher Morel and I think he's still going to have a really good major league career he's a tougher fit into the current roster for the cubs yeah right because bellinger's in center wisdom's hitting for power at third you know he struggled to come up with the big hit the last two nights just as much as hosmer has but he does have 11 home runs yeah so and he's played for the most he's part been their pretty second good. best hitter all yeah he's season. been he's been for the most part really good at third base so he's not going to get his games played he's going to be playing as much as rios is not very much i think if he gets called up Mervis, you can see playing time for. Mm -hmm. You you could see where they could put Mervis into a lineup. And and like Chad has said many times, tonight alone, he is 25. So it's not like you're rushing up mm -hmm. a 19-year-old to see if he can play. The guy's 25. Like yeah. Yeah. It's time to find out if he can play at the yeah, major league and, level. And with, as far as the roster maneuvering goes, like – I think we, we talked about yesterday because I think at that point Ross had said that Tyone would not start Thursday and we we're like okay like you may need that 40 man spot for a triple a starter and that's where that 40th spot goes mm -hmm. now reports out of Washington are that Tyone will in fact start on you know tomorrow on Thursday which means a 40 man spot's open for that makes it easier <laughs> for the people clamoring for mm -hmm. Matt Mervis for that's a, that is a way to get him on this roster tomorrow I don't yeah. I'm not expecting him to be on the roster tomorrow so what's the over under then if I say May twentieth, Matt Mervis, we we all kind of agreed that June first might we might take the over on Hosmer, Hosmer on Mervis being Mervis on the Cubs. I, would, I, would, I would probably say on the under. Under, you take the under. <laughs> Give me I the under. Would. May twentieth, you're going under. That's I mean, that's not too far off. I, I mean, it better be, man. Like I just don't, I, I just don't understand like what we're doing here. You know, like uh, I and and like it, it's a good. It, it's not apples to apples, right? But you look at like the situation with James Outman and the Dodgers, right? Dodgers, you know, obviously aren't as loaded this year as they have been in past years. They've got guys struggling like Chris Taylor. They've got guys hurt. They've got half their pitching staff is hurt. But they, they gave a, a kid a shot because he was performing and he earned it, and he's killing it for them. He or he, the you know, he has been yeah. for, for the majority of this season, and he'll have ebbs and flows. He'll struggle at some point. But, like, they gave it a shot because they needed a spark, and boy, yeah. did it lift them. Now they look like their old selves the Just last a few walk series. Once like, he hit a walk-off hmm. grand You know, like, today. again, it's, it's not the same Sweep comparison, the but, like, sometimes you have to be willing to give a younger guy a shot and see if possibly, right, you get that highest percentile outcome. Wow, Matt Mervis really is just continuing to hit from his time in Iowa. This is great. The Cubs have a power-hitting left-handed first baseman again. Yeah. Like, and nobody's promising you it's going to work out that way. But, like, I, I keep saying it. Like, I promise you Hosmer's not going to do it. Yeah. Chances uh, Mervis Friday. Book it. 
Michael Collada said in the chat that I should manage the team. I just want that on record that we all saw that. There He's, was a comment from a noted listener, uh, Doug Van Dorn. He said that we were complaining more about Hosmer than Wisdom. Well, the thing is... Wisdom has been my, the second best hitter. Well, well, he said not Wisdom because... In this game? He, yeah, because of this game, because he hit in the double play. The thing is, Doug, is that if Hosmer at least le puts a good bunt down, then they're not in the double play situation. They would have runners on second and third if, if, if he gets the bunt down better or, I don't know, they pinch hit for him. Like, that's, mm. that's the reason. And again, your DH first baseman or DH slash first baseman shouldn't be bunting in the ninth inning with two guys on. You want to feel good about your DH slash first baseman at the plate being able to drive those runs in potentially. And the fact that they had the bunt on because Hosmer is Eric Hosmer at this point in his career – Again, great career for you know for him. I I've never been able to hit a baseball like he has at the beginning <laughs> of his career. He he's had a good career. I'm, again, I'm not going to dog on the guy. It to me, it's more about the managerial decision tonight than anything. All right. Sure, yeah, wisdom hitting the double play to end it just kind of piled on my own anger. But they wouldn't have been in the situation if it just would have been a better bunt. That's the thing. Well, like, that's why I'm upset. I mean, that's why I'm. That's why I'm irrationally angry. Uh, just this is what Megan Montemurro put out. Uh, I didn't do the research, but she did. Um, <laughs> someone asked her on Twitter when was the last the last time Hosmer had a sack bunt. Uh, she said 2021. He's recorded three sack bunts in almost 7,000 MLB plate appearances. That's once bad in process, 21, man. once in 15, and once in 13. Yeah, that's just bad process. It's just not even something he does. I didn't even know that, right? Yeah. Like we can all see uh, clearly he doesn't bunt <laughs> that much, right? But like that's definitely should have caught him the, off the guard. whole thing. The decision, the decision to have him do it. It's it. It's just bad process. It's just too. like when they had wisdom try to bunt that yeah, one. Yeah, bad. That was bad too. The the. the Two things. The, the first is one. Like I, maybe we're talking about tonight, but Patrick Wisdom is a 149 WRC plus. He's he's literally been, I think, the second most valuable hitter on the team outside of Cody Bellinger. So uh, that slander, I I genuinely oh, I don't, don't get the slander. I, I don't understand that. He's, he's literally also cost been you what like six hundred and seventy thousand uh, dollars. He, like, yeah, he's, he's been nothing. incredible. He's on pace for like a, a four war season. He's been great. <laughs> yeah, I can't but complain about I, him. This I will also say like. I saw in the chat, too, like where, you know, some folks are freaking out more than us, equal to us. It's all over the place. And some are like, you know, it's a long season, 162 games. These the you, you can't you don't want to bank these losses. Right. This is a bad Washington team. And we knew that this team was going to have to be aggressive. This division isn't great. Right. The Cardinals are not the 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 pace setter in the division that I think a lot of us thought they were going to be. Don't uh, it. I think the Brewers and the Pirates are, are both catchable obviously right like and you can't get these games back right and and right yeah. now again like they're they're losing a lot of games in Miami and and so far in Washington in what feel like again you can never guarantee anything but they feel like uh very winnable games you're you're losing games for reasons that they have the ability to potentially address and they're just not doing it Brent in the chat agrees with me. I appreciate that. It is a dark, dark day for the Cubs. Um, Couldn't score more than one run. Cody, one way to brighten our mood would be the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. Well, to brighten my mood also, the Pirates and Pirates lost night and the Brewers are down 4 nothing. See, I told you already it's getting brighter. <laughs> but also, yeah, the ComEd Efficiency Program. I mean, these lights are so bright. It's brightening up my mood. Also, it helps that I got to get that rant out. Um, anyway. ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve, helping manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. Yeah, ComEd offers a wide variety of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, public sector customers of all sizes across their territory. ComEd also offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities like for HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. Really? How, how, how's it work? Let me tell you, Cody, an authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. They can be done in person or virtually. They last about two hours. Then within three to four weeks, those same customers receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects they can start working on right away. Each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives, and simple payback. If you own a business, don't wait. Get started saving money and energy today for energy-saving tips, lighting incentives, or to schedule your free facility assessment, go to comed.com slash 
Powering Biz. ComEd.com slash Powering Biz, Luke. That's it, Cody Del Mendo. You've got it. What else you have is Shady Rays. I had mine on today, driving into traffic. Sun was oh, bright, glaring off brutal. other cars. Had mine on on the scooter coming into the West Loop. Took my son to the park today. Shady Rays were on, everybody was walking by like, did you see that guy's shades? I was like, yeah, Shady Rays, baby. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays, an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've ever worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break a pair, even on day one, they told us they'll send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. Together with their customers, Shady Rays is also providing much-needed support to nonprofit partners across the country through Shady Rays Impact. From building playsets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with MS the outdoor adventure of a lifetime, Shady Rays is making an impact on your community and others like it now and for years to come. If you don't like your Shady Rays, exchange for a new pair or return them free within 30 days. No risk when you shop. Their team has your back always. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the code C-H-G-O for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try yourself those shades that have been rated five stars by more than 250,000 people. Can I so, say something? I was going to say something real quick. Uh, is, is this still Can about I what we were something? talking about? <laughs> no, I was just going to ask Joey uh, how many people are watching. Oh, a lot. 150. 133. We got 44 likes. Please hit the like button. Please. I'd also like to say that if you're watching and you didn't like my yelling, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just had to get it out. Um, this is, if you're new here and you never experienced that, again, this sometimes happen. I get like this. You got to right? get the bad out. You got to get the bad I, out. It's a I, like, I mean, the, the, moment, out, the moment wisdom hitting the double play, I, was, I got off off the couch and yelled, yelled, yelled fuck words. like F- seven F-words. times. Yes. Lots of F words. The entire West Loop heard me. I'm sorry. And I know Even people don't America. like it sometimes, and I've been told this by many, and I get it. I'm just, I am who I am, man. I am cubbing how I want to cub. I don't tell you how to fan. I don't tell all the people who I disagree with in the chat how to fan. Uh, not all of you, but like the people that disagree with what I say or whatever. I don't, I don't tell you that you're right or wrong. I let y'all vent the way you want to vent. So just, I'm just letting y'all know this is, this is authentic me. I've always been me. This is, this is how I do things. So I just want to put that out there. Cause like Matt Nagy, you, I haven't you, had Cody. one of these in a while. Does- does it make you feel better to know that the Cardinals had a one-run lead going into the top of the ninth, and now they're down six to three, six to four? Ooh, hey, we made it to May third. That, that does that does make my arm hair stand up a little bit, actually. We Just also made it bit. to May third without a serious in-season yeah, rant. That's yeah. There you go, Ravi. <laughs> Hell yeah, Ravi. Um, I I, lose. <laughs> I I mentioned the Tyone thing earlier. I forgot about the roster move that happened earlier today. Jan Gomes said a seven-day concussion IL. Javier Assad brought back up to take a spot on the active roster. So the pitching staff is at 13, which we know is the limit for pitchers, mm-hmm. which means they have to make another move tomorrow to get Tyone back to start tomorrow's game. So when I said it's as easy as, oh, like you can just bring Matt Mervis up tomorrow, may not be that easy, but there is an open 40-man spot still. But for Tyone... There will have to be a pitcher move made to allow him to start tomorrow's game. Will Amaya play tomorrow? No, oh, that's that's a good question. I doubt talking he's about the young guys getting a shot, getting to play. I doubt he's going to start again with Tyone. With Tyone's first start being back, uh, but I mean, I'm I'm up. He's got for a good it. reputation behind the plate. Yeah, so I mean, I, I'm, I'm up for it. for it. He's had a couple of days to be able to, you know, talk to guys and stuff. I mean. With with Gomes being out for is it seven days from the moment from the from the game that that happened? It's retroactive to May second. Okay, so to yesterday. So I mean, why not? I mean, I don't know. I man. like it better tomorrow than I do on Friday against the Marlins. I mean, I say that, and we're down two one in the series. But and you and you need to win tomorrow. Like you absolutely need yeah. to win tomorrow. But it's likely that he'll make his debut, considering that Jan Gomes is down for 
what we yeah. say, May 2nd, so at least the next six games, something like that. Yeah. Um, so it's likely that he'll make his debut. I, I don't know that he'll be behind the plate. Maybe in a, a, a maybe in a game that's out of hand either way, winning by a lot, losing by a lot. Maybe he gets behind the plate. Um, I don't know that we see him start the game behind the plate tomorrow. Maybe, mm. maybe he DHs like that. Well, the thing, the thing is, happen, is like if they were to do that, then they wouldn't have a backup catcher. They wouldn't have Barnhart a backup catcher got hurt. For sure. That's I guess that's when you would hope that they, you didn't need him. But yeah, that, that's the decision, right? Like, yeah. I don't know that he's gonna be starting behind the plate tomorrow with Jameson Tyon coming back. So if he's gonna play, it's either he's in for Barnhart later on in the game, or he DHs. That those are the only two options, in, in my opinion. I guess we'll see what the lineup is tomorrow, but that's what it looks. I do like think to we'll me. definitely see him this weekend, um, but tomorrow, yeah, who knows? But who knows? I the kids here unexpectedly early. Hopefully, you can give the Cubs a little bit of a spark on top of you know they can get a win tomorrow and like bring some a little bit of momentum back to beautiful historic Wrigley Field that'd be great. I mean that's all I'm asking for now. It, I'm I'm so annoyed and angry about this game, but the Cubs still have a chance to split tomorrow. I think it, I think I'm more angry just because they're playing the Nationals and like these are the series you got to win if you want to go to the playoffs. And you know, like I Listen, I, I said on this podcast that 88 wins this year. And, I, like, you know, that was optimistic. I said, you know, more realistic, probably be more like 84, 85. But I, I was trying to be a little bit more optimistic. And as we've seen over the first month and three days, you know, they've shown that they can have a really good offense at times. And the pitching is the one thing that hasn't changed. The pitching's been great. Stroh, one earned run tonight. Hayden Wisniewski went six innings last night. It's a little shaky. There's a lot of things to work on, but he still went six innings last night. The only thing, the only p- starting pitcher that at least has been a little bit of a question was Killian on Saturday, which that's not an everyday thing right now because, you know, he's a rookie and he's, you know, coming, you know, he was in because of Tyone. Is Tyone because of the injury and, you know, outside of his start against the Dodgers, he hasn't been very good. So, you get him right on top of the rest of the stars. You have a really good pitching staff that can go to the playoffs if you just put the best, <laughs> put the best uh, lineup out there every single day. I think more often than not, you'll probably have better results if you call up those some of those guys that we've been talking about. As Corey keeps saying, as 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 I've said, and you know, even you guys have basically said that it's time for those guys now too. And I respect that you guys weren't fully on it right away. But going back to what I was saying, oh, the top of the lineup is killing it right now, blah, blah, blah. Well, I don't want to get mad at Nico Horner because he went 0-4 again tonight. The dude's been insane. But right. whenever the offense is playing so top-heavy, it's like, man, we really need you tonight. You didn't do it. Well, also the bottom of the line didn't do shit either. So, you know. It's so also just it's, putting such a strain on, like, you know, when they are getting these good pitching performances, it puts such a strain on pretty much everybody involved, right? Like, all these mm-hmm. pitchers have to be perfect. Like, yeah. Azulai's had some... 13 runs of support this season. And I think that was his seventh start. Right. 13 yeah. runs total. And then, you know, you have, like, Azulai had had a, a string of really good outings, and, you know, of course, tonight wasn't it, but these are the types of games like we kind of figured this team would be playing in a lot and they're not the type of games you want to be playing because they come down to you know that ball off Alzali being fair by you know however many feet and he's not able to execute he gives up one run and boom there you go that's the game like it puts such an undue stress on a lot of these guys you know we look at the game last night right like Hegan's been so good he's had a you know a bad stretch of a couple outings just with his feel and command and you know, we're sitting in there talking about a loss because it, it's all coming down to one pitch or, you know, one play in the field or one at bat and stuff like that. And it's it's and it's the, a position we knew this team would be in a lot. Like we knew they were going to play a lot of close games. And this is what unfortunately can happen in close games. Like things go either way. It's it's just how baseball is. You want to avoid that as much as you can. And they're not doing that right now. And they in April, they did win a handful of one-run games and in close games, games that we didn't expect them to win. A lot of it had to do with their starting pitching, and the and the they had some big moments from the bullpen too. And just like what I said with Nico, Alzali's been great his last handful of outings, and tonight didn't have it. Gives up the run to give him the lead, but like I don't want to be mad at him either because he's been so great. Score runs, don't go one for eight with runners in scoring position, bro. Like. Yeah. That that's the thing. When and they that, needed a better teams, effort against good the, teams, are able to give you a mix of everything, right? We always ask for two of the three facets of the game. Well, defense is great. 
starting pitching is great. Offense just ain't getting it done right now. And we just sat here for the last, what, 45 minutes talking about Eric Hosmer yeah. not getting it done. And, I mean, of course, we've been putting a lot on Eric Hosmer. The, the entire lineup, honestly, hasn't been doing a lot of much anything. Recently, outside of, recently, recently though, it, recently. Wa- it was for a while because yeah. if, you, if you zoom out and you look at it and you say, all right, 30 games into the season, if I told you they were 15 and 15, would you have taken it? I would have because I would have said they just don't want to get off to a bad start. They don't want to get yeah. off to a White Sox start. No. Yeah. That's what this team couldn't afford to do. Now, would you prefer that they were like four or five over that? Yeah, they were on that pace, but now they hit this dud of a road trip. You're lucky to still be 15 and 15. Yeah. I mean, but that's okay. It, 15 and 15 right now is okay. When you put it into those terms, yeah, it makes me feel a little bit better because – yeah, that schedule in April was tough, but now the fact that you're 15 and 15 because you've lost two straight yes. to a bad team is like, what are we doing? And you know, it's it makes it even more tough that all the losses outside of yesterday have been one-run losses. They lost three straight one-run games against the Marlins. Then you come to Washington, you win a nice five-to-one game. We're feeling good. Did a beer bat on Monday. <laughs> Vibes are back, and I'm feeling all right. We're getting back on track here. Let's keep it rolling. And then you know. Thompson gives up the runs last night, but also the offense, one for nine or whatever, leave 11 on on base, and tonight it's more of the same. And and it's just another way to start for Stroman, who has been great. He went through some 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 issues, and he still managed to only give up one run. Like, he's been everything you could have asked for to start the year for him whenever coming in the year. I mean, I won't lie. I, I was hoping for really good, but he's been way better than I've expected, and the Cubs just really haven't been able to fully capitalize off it uh, more often than not. I know uh, opening day is like the – and opening day and the uh, the start against the A's are like the two starts I can think of that he started and they won. You know what I mean? So I understand that it's May 3rd and there's still a lot of baseball to be played, and these guys are going to get called up eventually. I just, I just don't want to feel like – when we get to the end of the end of September and the Cubs miss the playoffs by a game or two, and it's like, man, they could have won a few of those games at the at the end of April, beginning of May. You know, like that's 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 how I choose to look at it sometimes, especially whenever you have a team like this that didn't have expectations to make the playoffs, but start off really good, and you're like, wow, maybe this team can be something. You know what I mean? I think you know, and and I think there's a lot of like doom in the chat at least like you know look like these slumps happen right it's a long it is a long season we harp on these issues because had a pretty long slump yeah they're they're important you know and like the, these games are important and and you know but it, but it is a long season like they they have a long runway to turn this around the the a playoff spot is attainable for this group um but you know like to cody's point like I, you know we all watch like 2018 and 2019 right yeah. Like both of those seasons, it was very easy to go back to the beginning of the year and say, well, boy, I wish they didn't piss this game away, you know, or boy, I wish they didn't give this reliever this much runway who never deserved it in the first place. Like, sure, it's it's nitpicking and, and some of it is is easy to say after the fact, but some of it is stuff that a lot of people have been saying for quite some time here and was very easy to see coming. All in all, though, like tonight, too, like, again, the the top of the lineup has been very good generally you need the the back to lift them up at times uh but also like yeah this is a bummer of a, a wasted start from from stroman like you're going up against a, a young pitcher who had bad numbers in the minors like i think he was making his debut right yeah tonight like so. that's a that was a bad effort from from the entire offense like obviously not just eric hosmer but as I said, like Cody Bellinger has been phenomenal all season. I don't care if he has a bad game one night, no. you know, against the Nationals. He's been lifting your offense the entire season. It's these other guys like that aren't yeah. aren't they've carrying scored, their weight. They've scored two runs against Trevor Williams and a uh, rookie that I've never heard of. Yeah, and it's like what I said yesterday on the post game show. Like I hate the argument to go back and be like, "Well, Matt Mervis wouldn't have bunted into that out kind of thing. Like I hate that because I think it's such a reactionary argument, but." And you and Brendan talk about this all the time. Like, the more you have the was it optimal lineup is what you like to kind of say. Sure. The optimal lineup, however you want to describe it. The more you have that out there, the more the probability that your win total is higher goes up. Yeah. That, that's just that's what it is. So 
the more, even though I, I don't like looking at, like, picking out one specific thing and saying, <clears throat> Matt Mervis would have done this if he was in there, or Morrell would have, this other thing, he would have gotten it done that whoever, right? I hate that. But when the, the more times that you have... It's the full picture. It's the full picture. Yeah. The more you have those guys like that up, not even just them too specifically, but just, like, your better players that are ready for the big leagues, the more you have them up, the more over a long it's, season, you, you probably lead to even a couple more wins. Dr. Like Dr. Herrera. I don't. I don't look back and say they lost this. They lost yesterday's game specifically because Matt Mervis wasn't here, or today's game yes. because Matt Mervis wasn't there. It's when you look at the big picture and then how many, you know, how how much do those potential wins add up? The the yeah. more you don't, the, I, the more you have them up there, you know. I think there was uh, something. Someone in the chat said they're they're two and six in one run games, right? To your point, like. Can we sit here and say, like, oh, Matt Mervis would have won them this game or this game, or Morell would have won them this exact game tonight? No, right? It's baseball. You can never predict those things. Can we sit here and say that if the Cubs gave David Ross and he was playing their best 26-man roster that they could possibly put out, which they have not all season, right, and certainly are not now— is their and record in those one-run games yeah. better than two and six? Probably. I, I would say probably at least by a game, right? They get a big hit here, and it doesn't always have to be in the clutch, right? Insurance runs piling on, just better performance throughout those eight games. Even just those eight games, maybe they win one or two of them, which right now would feel really good if you were looking at their overall record. It's interesting because last year, there's no way the Cubs were playing their best 26 right? Like when you're in a total rebuild, you're getting rid of guys. You're trading so many guys away that you can't honestly say we're, we're keeping our best 26 players for the entire season. I wonder how many major league teams would say we absolutely have the 26 best players in our system that are healthy. at the major that are healthy at the major league level right now. I don't know what the answer to that the is. Ones that are contending for World Series, I think. Like that's uh, they, or they, playoffs. I would at say least. they at least have twenty five out of twenty six. Maybe yeah. they have somebody in there that they can't move or is there, a lot of teams have one player like that, but I think you're right. You know, Mike Dubb says when you have your DH bunting, it says something about your lineup and it and it does. So shout out Mike we'll Dubb. see how that moves forward. Um Speaking of moving forward, Cody, do you have a DraftKings play of the week for us? Something you want to throw a little sugar down on? Honestly, I mean, this isn't going to be good for the uh, Spotify, Apple podcast crowd. But you can still place a wager on the Mariners to beat the A's tonight. Um, I've been fading the athletics for the last week and a half and have made lots of money on it. <laughs> I've been taking, them on the run line, or taking whoever's playing the athletics on the run line. Been, it's been very profitable last week. Winners? Yeah. So you can get the Mariners at minus 115 and one minus one and a half uh, against the A's, which we've talked about. Not good. So, that's a, it's a pick-me-up after a Cubs yeah. loss. It's a pick-me-up. A yeah, little so cash in your pocket. Yeah. yeah. I just placed the wager while we were sitting here talking. DraftKings uh, Because I app. almost forgot it. Uh, yeah, on DraftKings. Corey was app. talking and you weren't even listening to him. You were just hitting that app and making yourself money. Yeah, I had to because the hit parlay, which I put out tonight, said where I said, if this doesn't hit, I'm going to be very, very hurt. Because I felt good about the Cubs going up against a rookie pitcher with a five ERA uh, in the minors. If this doesn't hit, I'm going to be very, very hurt. And it happened because Horner, Bellinger, and Swanson, none of them got hits. <laughs> oh, boy, who you so. got? We'll get to that in a second, by the way. But first, uh, I do want to tell you about, you know, get fitted out with the best sports gear around. Hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. It is FOCO, baby. Spring baseball season here. Aloha shirts for Ryan Hawaiian. I need them. Herrera. Oh, yeah. Straw hats, polos, bags, everything you need for a game. Check out our new set de- decorations they sent us. Look at the sweet uh, Clark the Cub bobblehead. Maybe your kid wants that. Or Hayden Wesneski. Maybe maybe your kid's West Nasty fan. He did just trademark that, so was nasty. Was nasty. He did trademark it. <laughs> or filed for it, I think. They were donated by the people at FOCO, and we love them for that. Check out FOCO.com. Click the link in the description below. For all non-presale items, use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. You got the homestand coming up. This is where you go and get swagged out when you go to the game. Yeah. Cardinals going to be in town. Wear your best gear. Yeah, and when you Ditch go to- the old Contreras jersey and get yourself something new. Well, you're going to get it from FOCO. You're going to put it on. You're going to wear it, and then you're probably going to go to the Cubs game, right? 
Right. And so if you want to get you want to go to the Cubs game, you're gonna need to use game time to get those tickets, unless you know Corey gives you his tickets one day, like for Cody. But you know, if that if that doesn't happen, big of me. That big of Corey to do that. It but was if that very doesn't big happen. Of him. He could make me pay him for me. Just send them to me. If that doesn't happen and you want to go to the Cubs game, you're gonna to go to game time and do it. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fa- is the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. I've, I mean, I've been talking about it forever. I think the, the Blink-182 concert's coming up, and no one's giving me free tickets. So if I, if I do really want to go to that, I'm going to go to the Game Time app. I'm going to download it. I'm going to sign up, and I'm going to buy some Blink-182 tickets. Um, Game Time's great. It has flash deals and last-minute tickets. It's easy to find and buy the tickets for every event in your area. Um, they actually have the images of the seats. So, if, again, if you're going to that Cubs game and you don't want to be behind a pole, you can click on it and it will show you that, hey, you're not going to be behind a pole if you buy this ticket. Um, it gives you the lowest price guarantee, uh, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, all that good stuff. So Game Time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning it months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and row for less. Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CHGO for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CHGO for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. You just Stick hang out to Murphy's or Sluggers or Do Right Donuts. Hang out, wait for. The ticket drop and boom. Yeah, like five minutes of four first pitch. Walk like, in oh, like a rock what? star. Excuse me, those are my seats. Yeah. Excuse me. Or if you sit in the bleachers, you just sit wherever you want. Yeah, but then you're like way in the back. You get screwed. If you, I mean, I guess, yeah, if you just do don't that. take like If you do Jeff, that specific situation, save a spot for bleacher Jeff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, depending on the weather, sometimes it doesn't matter, but I obviously we want to go on a warm, sunny day. Yeah, you have a shot. Uh, we have a super chat from. Fernando. Oh, we have a super chat. Was that Fernando saying cards lost? That's all yes. I got. Yes. Uh, Thank you, Fernando. Getting booed off the field. It's a beautiful thing. Who? Okay. Honestly, I promise cards you. I'm going to say this straight into the camera. I promise you, when I get home, I'm going to hate watch those highlights like I've never hate watched <laughs> highlights in my life. I promise you. I can't wait. Gonna be the highlight of his night right there. Yeah. Well, the mac and cheese was pretty good too. Oh yeah, the mac and cheese was. But you know what the highlight of my night's gonna be? <laughs> What's that? What you're gonna say right now? It's time for who you got. Yep. Before we get to the who you got results, <laughs> we have a possible constitutional amendment to the rules of who you got. Up for debate? Should we adjust the constitution of who you got rules? It's been raised by the honorable man Corey Friedman that we should no longer use pitchers because it's too difficult to judge a pitcher versus a hitter. He doesn't like it. Uh, would you like, is that sum up your... Are you putting that on the table right now? Is that how you would it, like to do it? I think it's tough to compare the two, you know? So yeah. I think comparing how a hitter performs, especially when the pitcher is like good, but not necessarily great. Seven complete, innings, one run versus two for four. With a home run and like two RBIs. Like, how do we for decide sure. what's for better sure. than that? And like, I think it's okay if we want to like let the let the chat vote and stuff like that. But there, you know, there's not always I'm gonna time vote. For I'm gonna say whatever. we after tonight we don't take, we, we don't take pitchers anymore. <laughs> I'm okay with that if you guys want to do no pitchers. Yeah, that's fine with Let's me. Do that. We'll do hitters only. All right, just just so the chat knows, no more pitchers. Vanilla Chill only. says I agree with Corey. Sorry, Luke. <laughs> oh, there you go. Vanilla chill, you're dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> this was my favorite part of the show. <laughs> no. All right. All right. From this day forward, the Constitution has been amended. We no longer are taking pitchers in who you got. It's strictly a hitting and fielding and base running contest. All right. I got Tyone tomorrow. Oh, wait. You said no pitchers. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Just so we're clear on this, what happens if my guy is three for three? And there's a blowout game, but he comes in and he pitches an inning. Think, if he comes in and he Rizzo's I, I, an inning, do you get credit for the inning of shutout? I think we cross that bridge when we get to it. <laughs> oh, well, that's going to be, I'm just telling you, it's going to be debatable. <laughs> well, if what if your position player also happens to later pitch in the game and does something? Well, if he's three for three and it's a blowout, 
the Cubs better be winning if a position player is coming in. I'm just throwing the scenario out. So I don't think it matters. Let's say everybody that picked somebody was one for four. And my guy was 0 for 4, but he struck out three great players from the other team. You still went 0 for 4. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it counts. Yeah, we're hitting only. Hitting only. Hitting so only. if a guy hitting pitches, only. we ignore it. Yeah. yeah. Unless it's a vibes tiebreaker. Yeah, we, have fun. we have fun with it. But Unless yeah. it's a vibes like tiebreaker. I think that's fine. Yeah. Vibes it would have to be Rizzo, Rizzo would have Freeman to be would have been the also, Or if he has like a John Baker game. If you know, you know. What if what if what if he came in and he'd like Kenny Powers? He's like, you're out. <laughs> what if he comes yeah, in like Fran Mill Reyes last yeah, year? Yeah, vibes yeah. Vibes yeah. And obviously, <laughs> as the you know leader of vibes, we defer to Stucky on him. He knows it better than anybody. All right, I mean, so. yeah, that's true. All right, pregame records. I, I was nine and seventeen. Ryan eight and eighteen. Corey seven and twenty. Cody five and twenty three. Sarah one and zero. Oh, Kevin zero oh and one. And Joey, uh, do you have a record? I don't have that down. Um, no. All right, you well, we'll still, leave Joey at 0-0. But today you were in for, you I believe, had, Hosmer, which would leave you clearly 0-1 after today. He, he could have had one <laughs> win if he had picked or stuck with Jan Gomes like I automatically gave to him. Joey, by the way, we are still live. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so tonight I had Dansby Swanson, so that's a loss. Ryan had Marcus Stroman. Corey had Bellinger. Cody had Nico. This was pretty easy. Yeah. Stroman. So the final pitch. Tonight is the last night. That's the W. I think that's. The man who was suspended from taking a picture was the last man to take a picture and who you got. And he won with. And he won. So I dropped to nine and 18. Ryan improves to nine and 18. First, we're back. We're making a run. Corey, seven and 21. Cody, five and 24. I'm just here to have fun. Joey now 0 and 1. Uh, <laughs> oh, he'll take he'll take the extra loss. <laughs> All right. Man of integrity right there. The Gomes right. game too. That's so over 3. <laughs> he could Thank have you. taken that. I'm in a real slump. I apologize to Cody Bellinger tonight. Um <laughs> that that one's on me. <laughs> Doug asks, what if he comes off the bench in a brawl and knocks out the opposing team's See, manager? No, that's fine. It's all that's part a of very, it's That's a very specific vision. Yeah. Like, not even the pitcher, the manager. I, I, I kind of dig it. I will say, on record, if that happens, I will gladly give that guy who if you it's got. Right. If it's Craig, An outfielder tackles some fan that Craig runs onto Council, the field and pile drives him. If that's somebody a on point. this team takes yeah. out Craig Council, they win who you got for the rest of the year. <laughs> then we cancel who you got. It's over. They yeah. win, it's over. They win the title. Yeah. Colada says he's 30 and 0. Oh, the Godfather has never done anything wrong. This is I not agree. live. Uh, all right, so we got one more game. Hopefully, uh, if we do not hit, own. if we do, if we do not hit off Patrick Corbin tomorrow, I'm gonna try not to come on here and yell again. Or we, we don't, don't have a show tomorrow. We don't have a show tomorrow. So just it's gonna be really way, hard no for live me to show not tomorrow. make a video and yell in it tomorrow. Whenever I do the uh, you know the Cubs therapy session, if they, they lose to Patrick, to they have tomorrow. to. They have to. No live show. Pre post Friday next week. There's a rumor that the pitch doctor will be in the building. There's a rumor. Sources say. Ooh, that's a rumor. <laughs> I'm gonna change. Sources. I'm gonna change I've heard, the. I've heard the, the code so we can't get in. Sources say the pitch doctor was it next Wednesday, May 10th. I would like to be the, the one room. who um, is the source. That way, I can say that, like I beat Ryan. What if he it. showed up for the first Mervis game? That'd be the right day to show up, I, I guess. I, right? I, I, sw- I hope Mervis shows up earlier, and I bet Brendan hopes so yeah, too. So Barbara <laughs> and Fernando both want it clarified. Yes, no show tomorrow. No show tomorrow. What? So it's a 120 game Friday. So assume like a 12:30 pregame on Friday. 12, uh, they've been. Going twelve forty. We've been going twelve forty five now. Yeah, right around there. Yeah, yeah. Pre-game half, Friday, uh, at least a half hour. Before and it'll be me and Corey doing pregame on Friday because Luke will not be the in. Dream team. Dream team. Uh, I'll dream be the team. Yeah. And yeah, a little, a little bit. bit. We does this look, Joey we do thinks this looks like Brendan. Looks like that, Brendan. Totally out of focus, Joey. So out of focus. They got the hair right. Post the picture. Try that one, Joey. Let's see. Is this going to be any better? No show tomorrow. <laughs> pre-game about a half hour ish before the sh- before the game on Friday and then post game. Now right you have after. to take that shot for everyone that want that's confused. Shows are on Friday. No show tomorrow on Thursday. <laughs> there it is. There There's he Brent. is. There's we'll Brent. see him on May 10th. That's the rumor. Are you kidding me? 
a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it looks exactly. Uh, Barb would, Barb would like to know if there's any edibles left. <laughs> yeah, Robbie's ask Robbie. Ask That's the guy to go to. All right, thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings. Download the app. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. Make sure you give us five star reviews. Please subscribe to our CHGO Sports YouTube page. We look forward to seeing Brendan Miller, who says, Joey, what an incredible compliment. Thank you. We look forward to seeing you on Friday. Until then, fly the W.